Bitches! Hello, everybody. Welcome to the show. We missed you so much. Normal service has been resumed. Yes, we 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 had humaning. Not even just adulting, just like straight up humaning. Oh yeah. Yes. So welcome back. It is the Porch Factor with me, Ron, and me, Drew, and Drew has some cans. Hmm. He is hearing the world through greatness again. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> like, my AKGs are good, but these are better. <laughs> They're not Biodynamics DT seven seventies. No, it's not. No. It's not possible. <laughs> Oh, well, if you are a uh, a shitlord, we love you. And we will see you for this entire three hours. If you are not a shitlord, we still kind of love you. But in order to hear the other half of the show, you're going to have to become a shitlord, which means going to theporchfactor.com slash be a shitlord. Be a shitlord. Become a shitlord. And then join the shitlordness. And we love you. Ching, sparkle, sparkle. Oh, what a week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there, there's there, there's interesting shit happening all over the damn place. Yeah. Yeah, there really is. Um it's it's confusing. It was it's one of the things that I said in the uh as a matter of fact, I think it's actually in the show notes. Uh yeah. Uh, well, the first one. For the second one, it's in there. But the first one, it says, well, Canada has kind of set a new casual yeah. mark in their own history. <laughs> yeah. So how's that free healthcare working out for you, folks? Right? Yeah. Is your government actually able to do the job, or are they just going to say, fuck it, and, uh, well, you're welcome to die early if you don't like it. I mean, if you just want to turn the hose off, I mean, that's cool or whatever. But what we're what we're referencing is a hang on. I'm trying to pull it up, but of course I didn't pull it up. Uh, oh, I'll pull up both of these things. All right, here we go. So it was just recent in the chat. It shouldn't be too hard. To yep, find. I found it. All right, so it's uh, it's it's a meme, but of course you know it's like it's yeah, an older it's meme. Doesn't like check out. Post or something. Yeah, uh, yeah. it's kind of like hey, you know, is it an older post? Does it check out type of thing? <laughs> that was the first thing I asked. I'm like, yeah, somebody please fucking verify this. Is this <laughs> yeah, this is, re- is this recycled outrage from a year ago that still is fucked up. Right. And it's like we've just forgotten about it. It hasn't become any less fucked up in the time that's passed since. All right. So for the for the viewers, obviously, if you're listening in podcast land, you have to listen on Saturdays at 8 p.m. Eastern on theporchfactor.com to be able to see the video portion of it. Or maybe you're on the website now and it's still up for your listening and viewing pleasure. Uh, If not, if you're listening to us on your favorite podcasting channel, then you have to go to this website and and, and watch so you can see this kind of shit. But anyway, it says Uh, I will actually put it up on screen. Slam. (laughs) Hey, Canada, how's your free health care going? Possum Reviews posts after assisted suicide was illegalized in Canada, many severely ill patients have found themselves effectively forced into voluntary euthanasia by healthcare costs or even hospitals just refusing to treat them. Euthanasia is now the sixth leading cause of death in Canada. So, yeah. The numbers are shooting up, though. 
Yeah, a lot. It's not. We're not quite sure if it's the sixth leading cause, but the numbers are climbing exponentially. And if you see, I mean, that's that's in 2016, it was just over a thousand people in one year. That's pretty linear. Last, yeah, in 2020, seven thousand six hundred. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Four short years. All of a sudden, <laughs> mad Canadians are offing themselves legally. Using and folks, and then we're not even including COVID as a factor in this because you look at 2019, it's 5,660. Right. It's still more than five times as much in the space of less than four years. Absolutely intense. It says the chart represents yeah. uh, made deaths, which is that the assisted suicide thing, where a report was received by Health Canada in January of 21. 7,384 deaths, as well as additional made deaths reported by the jurisdictions. 211 deaths. Total of 7,595 in 2020. Cases of self-administered made are included in this chart. So, they have assisted suicide by doctor, and then they have it by, like, it's legal to do it by yourself? Is that what it is now? I... Not sure. Canada's got some interesting shit going on. Canada it, is Canada. It's, it's more than just prog rock and maple syrup, folks. There's <laughs> medical some other rather um, curious stuff to the world. It's called medical assistance in dying. Wow, that's that's a yeah. very Canada way of putting that. But okay. Eh. eh. We're sorry we have to kill you, Abe. Eh? Uh, our vaunted uh, free health care just uh, fucking blows. Yeah, it doesn't have the kind of money we were hoping, eh? Yeah, we're we're sorry, Hoser. We're just uh, you just you just got to take off. <laughs> All right. So uh, it was introduced in 2016 in Canada to allow individuals who are suffering from a serious and incurable illness, disease, or disability to apply for and, if eligible, receive made. Made is Presumably defined as this is after Trudeau became El Jefe. <laughs> El Jefe. Oh, and I, I use that I use that term deliberately because we all know who his real father is. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I was trying to find the number or the 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 date, and the I was date, trying to yeah. think of a good good way to search it. So I searched Justin Trudeau Rain, rain? <laughs> his rain, R E oh, R E I G N. Oh, yeah. like, like, rain. oh, raining outside. No, <laughs> like, he's oh. he's raining over the yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, he started in fifteen. So there you go. So shortly after that piece of shit became their boss <laughs> he doesn't serve them he rules them correct so made is defined as the administration or prescription of a substance to a person that causes their death at their request and after having met specific criteria so yeah so if you're if you're going to die anyway and you want to go out on your own you know way cool so my question is how are the numbers drastically increasing over time when the amount of people that are getting uh, a terminal illness actually goes down like as science increases and treatment increases especially because in the there is a shortage of healthcare resources this is what happens when the government is the only game in town people well before this ever became a thing were already on waiting lists in canada that were so long there literally was longer than their prognosis if you need a transplant or something or some kind of life-saving surgery, you literally say, okay, you're going to wait so long to get it, you're going to die before it happens. Right. People were actually going out of pocket, coming down here to America 
and having these procedures done. Yep. Because the vaunted free healthcare system in Canada wasn't up to the job. It's the same in the it UK, ladies and gentlemen. It's the same story with Fidel Castro himself. He had to go to Spain. Yeah. To get life-saving medical treatment. His own free healthcare system in Cuba wasn't good and it wasn't producing doctors that had the talent to save the life of El Jefe, the dictador. Same thing in the UK. Yep. All this free health. Hey, folks, you think healthcare is expensive now? Wait till it's free. <laughs> Heart disease, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. That's data resources. I don't care. I want the made rules. Mm. Made. Criteria. Regulations. There we go. You might have to. You might be one of those websites that's in English and French. <laughs> All right. Let's get Canada does have two okay. official languages. When in order to be it. eligible for medical assistance in dying, you must meet all of the following criteria. You must first be eligible for health services funded by the federal government or a province or territory or during the applicable minimum period of residence or waiting period eligibility. Generally, visitors to Canada, Canada are not eligible for medical assistance in dying. You have to be at least 18 years old and mentally competent, uh, have a grievous or irremediable, irremediable medical condition. Make so a, basically, yeah, it's okay. You've been basically put on hospice care. Something right. we can do for you. Uh, so they call it a uh, grievous or irremediable medical condition, have a serious illness, yeah. disease, or disability, excluding a mental illness until March 17th, 2023. What? Then it changes. Uh, the other two are being in, uh, be in an advanced state or decline that cannot be reversed, experience unbearable physical or mental suffering from your illness, disease, disability, or state declines that cannot be relieved under conditions that you consider acceptable. This is wide fucking open. And if you have a mental illness after March 17th of 2023, so you next can apply year, next year, less than a year from now, you can apply if you have a mental illness and you want to die. Um, folks, because they don't want to foot the bill for you. Yeah. That's the only reason yeah. this exists. Like, hey, this is fewer mouths to feed and fewer, exactly. you know, band-aids they have to hang out. Fewer beds we have to maintain. Yeah. Now, now that's straight out of the you and I, WEF World Economic Forum. Right. <laughs> You'll own nothing and like it, you know. Exactly. Eat bugs. Eat bullshit. Bugs. So those yes. assholes are trying to force on the world. And maybe they're gonna take the people that die from made and turn them into Soil and Green, folks. Soil what was that movie set? Yeah, when right? does that movie take place? 2022. Um, it says Canadians who only medical condition is a mental illness and who otherwise meet all eligibility criteria will not be eligible for MAID until that March 17th date in a couple of months. Wow. So here's the thing, though. And you and I probably differ on this. It's you, might, your, you might be surprised. It's your life. You want to end it on your own desire? Don't expect me to foot the bill. Exactly. That's a where I'm. As gonna, long hey, as you, know you don't, you want yeah, if if you want to, you know, take the the express lane to check out. <laughs> that's your business. If you want the easy pass, <laughs> yeah. If if you're looking for the express lane at checkout, that's one thing. 
if you expect somebody else to foot the bill for that, that's where I have a very big problem with that. Now, it's also things like if if your butt hurt because your girlfriend left you, then no, I don't agree with you at all. But yeah, yeah. if you have a terminal disease, yeah, especially one of the terminal diseases where you wither away and become a yeah. shell of a human being, lose terminal all your cognizance. Yeah. yeah. Then, you know, if you want to do it on your own, do it on your own. Do you think, yeah. you know, make peace with your family, make peace with your creator, yeah. whatever, you know. But if you apply because you're sad and because your girlfriend left you for your best friend. I say that kind of funny because my girlfriend and I broke up when I was 14 and now I'm married to her best friend. But whatever. Moving on. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> News story. <laughs> yeah, on an unrelated topic. <laughs> story time. Um <laughs> <laughs> wow oh, there was an interesting sidetrack yeah <laughs> yes that is crazy now it does say uh you must be able to give informed consent both at the time of your request and immediately before made is provided unless you, special yeah you'll be able to make sure you can change your mind at the very like, hey, by last the way um you have to be of sound mind at the time but i'm saying wait a minute if of sound mind, yet mental illness is now also qualifying for that. How does that work? What if you decline so much between the time that you apply and the time that it is granted? Yeah, it's like you're you're What's, literally the point where you're now unconscious and you're in a coma. Right. How are you supposed to make that final, I'm good, let's go? Yeah, I was saying, how are you supposed to consent when you're in a coma? Unless oh. there's going to be power, but I'm sure there's, there's a waiver, etc. There's yeah. a waiver of final consent. Uh... Your natural death is reasonably foreseeable, and while you had decision-making capacity, you were assessed and approved to receive it. Your practitioner advised that you are at risk of losing capacity to provide final consent, and you made a written agreement with your practitioner in which you consent in advance to receive made on your chosen date if you no longer have capacity to consent on that date. So they did cover that. Jesus like, Christ, I was okay, really hoping yeah, Canada is like, hey, you know, folks, everybody gets pissed off about, you know, executing convicted murderers and everything. Oh, yeah, the death penalty is wrong. Really, folks? But I'm sure you are all a lot of the cool same people who are advocating for this shit lose their fucking shit when you advocate for executing murderers and rapists. Right, because they can be saved and they can do this and they can do that and we can spend the money to rehabilitate them. Uh huh. I, I'll be honest with you. Are there people that when they go to prison, they come out as a different person? hundred percent. Definitely. Is it way more fucking common that they come out a more hardened criminal? Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Folks. Usually the people who come out a different person are the people who found God on the inside. Exactly. That's you know, usually how that plays out. Absolutely. But a lot of people go in and they come out worse than they were going in. Exactly. And you got a lot of these folks being released in blue cities who should still be behind bars who are out committing horrific acts of violence and other mayhem and Oh, why was this person yeah. raped? Oh, because the rapist. Rape? Oh, because the person who did it was released because of the bleeding heart jackass DA mm -hmm. who was funded by George Soros. 
And then there's another one. I was watching a special. Uh, I think it's called Making a Drug Something. Making a Drug Scandal, I think, on, on Netflix. Okay. And it's about these two women in Michigan, or in uh, Massachusetts. Mass of two shits. Um, <laughs> mass holes. Mass holes. They worked at the crime lab for one one on the eastern end so run in boston and then one on the western end ran in uh not springfield it's in um uh i think it is actually in springfield so they the one lady in in basically they were doing the same thing they were taking all of the little drugs and stuff like that that the police busted out on the beat because the lab tests them to make sure that 100 percent before they go to trial Yes, this is methamphetamine. This is actually the banned substance. This is meth. This is cocaine. This is marijuana. Whatever. Heroin. Yeah. Well, these two ladies got addicted to them. So they were scraping some off the top kind of a thing. Oh, yeah. Every one of the cases. And they did thousands of cases. Oh, yeah. And just like anybody who does controlled substances like that, almost everybody, as we know, um, they, they, they skim it and then they start taking it. And let's be honest about, about controlled substances for they a second. They started getting high on their own supply. They were skimming to sell it or skimming just to use. And just to use. And they skimming went just from, to use. Okay. And they were usually doing it like once a week to kind of get past this, this craziness because they were put under so much pressure and ridiculousness. Usually addictive habits don't start with, hey, let me just mainline this shit right into my veins. Right. right. Away. No, it starts way upstream from that. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, these ladies, uh, they were screaming off the top, but just like what happens with most of them, they go from, I'm sorry, I'm trying to fix my white balance here. And my game. You're opinion. Irish. You got all of the white damn balance. Who's that wrestler guy? The uh, Seamus. Do you know how yes. to adjust your TV sets, folks? Yes, he is that white. Yes. Oh, that intro, though. <laughs> it just beams him with the white light. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> <He's> like, <laughs> Holy shit. All right. I'm almost there. That looks a lot better. I usually do that before the show starts, but I literally have a short fluorescent tube covered in paper towels and my computer screen illuminating me. It works. <laughs> it fucking works. <laughs> and it's like, thank you, Logitech, for making such great cameras. Right? <laughs> I am kind of curious to see what my new Nikon will do. Oh, it's gonna be like because isn't that isn't that how John does his setup? He's got a DSLR hooked up and using it as a webcam yes uh we'll have to look okay. at yours if you need a capture card though i don't know we'll have to find we'll out have to find out how I, this thing has it. bluetooth and wi-fi built into it for crying out yeah <laughs> yeah it's fucking badass the bluetooth is awesome like it's it's mainly used for control surfaces and things like that the wi-fi is is for transferring and like live well, video this, watching yeah, this, this and thing stuff. Will, it'll awesome. transfer shit right to my phone so i can post yeah. like take stuff with dslr and post it right to post facebook it. or wherever exactly just bluetooth it right to my phone yeah i just got a new phone so yeah it's like yeah my new iphone has got 256 gig on the fucking hard drive <laughs> i'm like if i grow out of this thing <laughs> then you are doing it wrong sir very wrong <laughs> Right. I'm done playing with the white balance. It's one of those things that if you play with it once, you'll start to play with it the entire rest of the show. It's like it's like tone chasing mm. for guitarists. 
Ooh, yeah. It's like, like ooh, that was good. I'm gonna go dial a little more. Nah, maybe a little more. Now go back. Yeah. Uh, 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 oh fuck. Where's I? Where's the, where was the first thing? And then meanwhile, you're oh, I'm playing really loud. My ears aren't doing as well as they were when I started this adventure. And everybody's so looking at me. In with everything else. And everybody's <laughs> looking at me like I am a cunt and a half. Dude, stop touching your amp. Right. <laughs> Sound guys, us back there yeah. in the back, like or right in front of you, are ready to launch javelin at you. Multiple javelin. <laughs> stop fucking with your levels. Dick face. And then it gets to the point, especially in a smaller venue, where we have you off. Like yes. muted off. Yeah, like stage volume only. Only. And that's too loud. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how many times I've had that, and I just wanted to like smash I've the guitarist. I've had rooms every now and then where it's like the dude's like, "Yeah, your stage volume is too loud." I'm like, "Dude, I can't even hear myself." Right, because it cancels like, it out. But everything gets canceled out completely. I'm like, "Dude, I can't hear myself. I can't tell if I'm sounding correct." And the monitor that's on my side of the stage has a blown woofer, which is like, "Why the fuck would you put that on stage left?" Because the majority of drummers are right-handed, and the bass player is supposed to be on hi-hat side of the drummer, which right. means he's on stage left. Why the fuck is the blown woofer damn wedge on stage left? <laughs> and most of my sound comes from 200 hertz and below. Yeah, and like all the shit I'm worried about is where Long. that speaker should be exactly <laughs> and i can't hear a fucking thing right <laughs> dumb but the other one on the other side giving the keyboardist who is bitching up a storm or, no, the, the guitar player on the other side because we didn't have a keyboard player in that band but yeah that the, uh, the, the gig, I, we always played it this one shot up in pflugerville not far from where you know where you were when you went to austin pflugerville pflugerville <laughs> yeah <laughs> And stage left is like, okay, so I get up there with my mic and everything because I would do backing vocals and, you know, MC shit and whatever in between songs. You know, basically, I'm being Jamie. Yeah. May he rest in peace. May he rest in peace. Basically, okay, so I'm doing Jamie's job in the band. And I'm like, okay, so I'm getting all set up. And I'm like, okay, I'm like, like playing the band. I'm like, okay, I hear all the sound coming from behind me and nothing coming from the wedge at my feet. I'm like, this ain't right. <laughs> I go, bro, I'm the bass player. You understand low end is what I do. <laughs> and the, the the thing that drives me nuts about folks that get mad about the bassist being too loud, I'm like, all right, well, there's there's three items on a stage, any given stage, that determine your volume for the entire show. Vocals, drums, and bass. Yeah. Okay. Bass, as long as you envelope it properly with the proper EQ, you can be really fucking loud with the bass because it's designed to fill in the meat, put the balls on the yes. face of the people in the front yard, you know, front line, you know, blah, blah, blah. We, we'd be over here in the pocket. <laughs> yes. The drummer, they can only be so quiet. I mean, That's the thing. Yeah. Unless you're playing electronic, there is no volume knob for a drummer. And if you want to, play correctly that's one thing that yeah the drummer for that band he didn't quite understand dynamics <laughs> and i'm like and this dude's in his 60s this this Ooh. dude's all gray hair and i'm like dude do you understand dynamics at all like we'll be playing a song and i'm like dude we're supposed to like back way the fuck off from the bridge he lost his kind dynamics. of a mellow song and he's just fucking chopping wood <laughs> he lost all of his uh, uh wonderful dynamics in a place up north up here about 60 years ago or so it was a really muddy kind of place everybody had sex 
Lots oh, of heroin. Yes. <laughs> no, I think he might have been conceived at Woodstock. <laughs> no, actually, no, he, he would have been old enough. He might have been old enough to actually have been there at that That's point. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, he's in 2010. There. So, yeah, he, he would have been old enough that he theoretically could have been at Woodstock. Fucking crazy, man. But yeah, like, like dude, does he all this like the dude tech you know, and he couldn't remember which damn song we were which song was which on the set list. And I'm like, dude, we've been playing together for eight months. How do you not know them by now? <laughs> we've been rehearsing once a week every week. Without like, fail. Every week. I think like we missed like three weeks in eight months that went, and they were in his living room. And I'm like They're in his oh, living room. Yeah, it was we were all rehe- we were rehearsing at his house. I mean, it's like, hey, okay, he's got the biggest gear set up, but he had a truckload of other gear besides the drums. He had a full bass rig and everything, so I'm like, hey, I don't even have to bring my shit. All I gotta do is bring my bass, my, I would have brought my road bag, and my gig bag, and a fucking backpack. Nice. Like, he made shit logistically easy, so I'm like, alright, I, I can't bitch that much. But, dude, we've been playing together for eight months. How do you not know which song is which? And, <laughs> like, I went to a show... Um, yesterday met dad um, at a show yesterday and the band is uh, the Josh Allen band in Northern Virginia apparently I pissed my internet off again I touched something it went all Niggy Herger and now everything's waiting Including my internet connection personally. Like, usually it's him. Like, he'll stop and we'll be like, all right, we got to wait, got to wait. But somehow that service keeps going on. But there Jesus go. Christ. Power back. Hey, my internet connection was restored. Always says when you're in. What the fuck? Damn. I don't know. And no one else in the house runs into this. Brandon, as a matter of fact, we just ran networking cable up to his room. Mm-hmm. So that it is, it is hardcore there, you know, like, yeah, cause he does a ton of gaming. So yeah, he does. And his, uh, his, what you call it was hurting, hurting like his internet connection. <laughs> like he was, his ping was nasty in the games, um, because he was Wi-Fi he was pinging like active sonar. Yes. <laughs> fucking fucking rocking as dick in this bitch. He's, he's fucking boats. He was on Wi-Fi and even the Wi-Fi in this house is AX. Wi-Fi, you know, uh 802.11ax. Hella good, hella faster, penetrates like a motherfucker. Great. That's what she said. Yes. <laughs> but alas, his uh his sex box be like, "Nah, bro." Nah, so, I'm good, fam. Nah, I'm good. I'm going to head out. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to head out, fam. Uh, he it. Rob is at the Daddy Yankee concert. Who the fuck is Daddy Yankee? Daddy, Ted Nugent? No, it's a Puerto Rican rapper. Daddy Yankee. Okay. What a really Daddy strange Yankee. name for a Puerto, Puerto Rican, Rican rapper man. in South Florida. I With a name of Daddy Yankee. Yankee. I give up. I, to be honest, I was like, okay, when I first heard the name Uncle Cracker, I was like, huh? Right. <laughs> I was like, huh? <laughs> His real name or is Bad Boy Slim. And I was like, I was watching the Bad documentary with Star 99. Is, yeah. God damn it. Seriously? What the fuck? This is fucking ridiculous. 
That's fucking insane. Sure enough, it is my internet. I'm gonna lose my shit. I, I, it might be my network card. I don't know. This is this is what is Again, known. This is what is known as shitty beef. Damn. Yeah, test something. Now, see, my freaking speeds are whoa, dropping like a brick. What the fuck? Dude. This is fucking obnoxious. I don't even know what to do anymore. We're back. Ah, oh, dude. I don't even know what to do anymore. Like... You know, if I go to uh, like Verizon or whatever and start bitching at them, they'll be like, mm -hmm. oh, "Okay, let's do this. Let's let's reboot this. Let's reboot that. Let's let's turn this on and off." And I'm like, "Okay, let As me stop you." If you're not an you. IT professional, and and it's fine. They don't know me. That's that's cool. <laughs> yeah, okay, fair enough. But but I'll be like, still, "All right, really listen. I Shit have been I'd an already IT technician <laughs> for 20 years. Okay, I built the network in this house." So let's skip all the tier one bullshit and you just look at my network, my, my freaking uh, uh, my, uh, um, my segment out here. Tell me yeah. if you're getting signal to my box is your D mark having issues. And then I say D mark and they're like, Oh, and they're like, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I know more than you. You are a call center person in Dubai. Yeah. You're reading from a script. Exactly. And I just went off the script and now you're pissed off. Fuck you. Fix my shit. So like one time I had him uh, um, refresh my circuit. Um, basically drops all the cash of everything. Sends a brand new signal, new IP address, everything to my router here from them. Right. And I was like, I had gone through everything, gone through everything. And I just, you know, messaged him on the, the chat with us on their website, you know, logged into my account. And I said, hey, can you send a, a circuit reset my way? And then, no, they wanted to go through, like, the whole rigmarole. And I'm like, I felt like saying, just do the needful, please. Can we skip this and go right to what I know needs to be done? They did it, and guess what? It worked. It worked. I was like, Hey, Dude. guys, I just saved half an hour of both of our lives. Right. I know you're pissed off because now you got to go talk to another customer who will probably be a Karen. Yeah. But still, <laughs> as opposed to a freaking swinging dick pro. Exactly. But yeah, uh, Christ on a cracker. Anyway, I think where were we? I think we were at Woodstock '99 with Fatboy yes. Slim. Yes. Yeah. They're like, oh yeah. So I'm watching the documentary on Netflix, and it's like, oh yeah, Saturday night, night two of this shit show known as Woodstock. <laughs> <laughs> Again, it's like we teed up Woodstock before. I didn't even know we were going there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like everybody's like, oh yeah, Woodstock. It's gonna be like the hippies and everything back then. I'm like, no, it ain't. This is the 90s, folks. And on top of that, you've got a whole bunch of headliners like Corn, Rage Against the Machine, Fucking Red Hot awesome. Chili Peppers, Limp Biscuit. Awesome. Like three straight days in the hot sun with shit for facilities, literally. Literally. $4 <laughs> water bottles. <laughs> 
Um, yeah, and everybody is drugged out of their minds. And it's like, okay, yeah, all these chicks are walking around wearing not much, and everybody is heavily medicated. And oh yeah, four a.m. Let's have a whole. Yeah, let's keep a rave going at four <laughs> in the morning, <laughs> night two of this mayhem. And somebody stole some kind of van. We're not even sure it was like like a panel truck or something, like an official vehicle. It had like flashing lights and shit on there, and just like started driving it in slowly into the crowd in the hangar at Griffiths Air Force Base where they're holding the rave. Fat boy Slim spinning his set and everything. All of a sudden. His folks just like leap over and tap on the shoulders, like, um, bro, we, 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 you got to stop. We might have an <laughs> issue here. We have a major issue here that we need to resolve, and we need to stop the music for a minute. By like, the way, okay, somebody stole the van. They're slowly driving it into the crowd, and somebody's raping a chick in the back of it. So, ladies and gentlemen, if you've yeah. watched the episode of the of uh, Die Hippie Die. From oh, South Park. Oh God, Jesus Christ! You're not wrong. The the vehicle <laughs> they used to go through the cloud, the crowd. That's what it was based on. Okay. Okay. Now, and and on top of that, it's also referencing the movie The Core. Yes. As well, I was like, yeah, that I got. I'm like, okay, now I really get the reference. I'm like, okay, yeah. So we're just gonna drive this vehicle through the crowd into and the then, middle of this. And then uh, what? What CD did they put on? Slayer. Slayer. But Slayer wasn't there. No, but it was hard, like metal. But yeah, it was like hardcore metal, and everybody's like, uh, this party yep. sucks. Let's get But again, that was the thing in South Park is, oh yeah, this is like what everybody was expecting Woodstock to be. And then somebody like turns the metal shit on, okay, that just disperses the crowd. Fuck no. We you go take a look what the crowd did gun. when goddamn Fred Durst gets on stage when the Limp Biscuit set earlier Saturday. I'm like, oh shit, they start tearing down the sound island. It's like, oh shit, folks, we about to have a full-blown riot. And then Sunday night, they did. The fucking, uh, they were talking about, uh, uh, you know, the talking to the bands, especially talking to people like Jonathan and stuff like that, who were like, Jonathan yeah. was like, fuck He's me, like, dude. dude, this, I don't know, man. I was like wigged out, you know, and they weren't even yeah. on nothing at the time. They were like straight That was Friday edge. night. It was early in the party when Corn was on. Exactly. So they were just like, man, I don't even know what the fuck is going on over here because everybody's done lost their shit. And it's like, all right, yeah, let's go pass out 100,000 candles to this crowd to have a candlelight vigil after Columbine. Right. I'm like, okay, at the end of a third day when this crowd is literally ready to explode, let's you give hand them, them flames. Incendiary devices. Lit candles. <laughs> and people started burning shit. And then the last band to play was Red Hot Chili Pepper. So they do their set. They finish. They come out for an encore. They're like, hey, we're going to do a tribute to Jimi Hendrix. What song do they play? fire nice i'm like you already have one bonfire burning when you go on stage and you don't call an audible at any point say maybe we should do a different Jimi hendrix song right (laughs) maybe this or maybe just scrap the idea altogether right let me stand next to your fire (laughs) ain't the fucking lyrics no singing right now (laughs) and then six more bonfires get going by the end of the set and then the surprise act that's supposed to come on, maybe at the end that the organizers have been teasing all day. Yeah, that's not happening. It's literally just video of Jimi Hendrix playing at the original Woodstock. So everybody's like, all right, that's it. Pull pin, throw. Yes, full send <laughs> on the grenade. <laughs> and it went into literally a full-blown riot. It was like, <sighs> four women officially filed reports of being raped. There were multiple 
accounts of people who witnessed others that were pretty sure were yeah and yeah. everybody was so fucking heavily medicated and it's like hey chicks go crowd surfing i'm like you're lucky if you're still wearing anything you started that crowd surfing adventure with at the end of it yeah you got every finger shoved down your vag the entire way up to the front i hope yeah, it was I, worth I, I, it there was there was a lot of photos and stuff they were showing it was like okay why the fuck did you think that was a good idea honey mm-hmm. let's yeah let's go take us crowd surf with this crowd right that's like going into the pit of a hella show that you've never been to before it's like, like yeah, let's go crowd surfing in the middle of a limb biscuit set yeah at woodstock 99 no good call not not a great plan not a great plan no somebody was Durst, bitching. I love they were talking about when 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 limb biscuit was on and fred durst is sitting there going he gets through like one or two songs and everything he's just like okay he starts surveying the scene, and he's like, okay, I, he, he can sense that the fuse has been lit. Yes. And he's just like, gasoline? Go. Yes. <laughs> gas. Drive. Break stuff. Drive, <laughs> gas, <laughs> go. <laughs> yes. And, and like, okay, let's start tearing down the sound island. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> we had a bunch of security people. Yeah. <laughs> the way they describe how this whole thing was set up, and going, my God, it's Fire Festival with funding. Yeah, and you look at this, you're like fire. It's like he's like Woodstock '94 was a mess because it was a mud fest and it was kind of, eh. and then Woodstock '99 was an absolute disaster. Then we had Fire Festival. <laughs> Sitting going, fuck it, we're not even doing this in New York anymore. We're going to the Bahamas, and nobody's and gonna show no up. one's gonna show up except for the hoity toitiness. Well, everybody uh, like Spend people paid to go. Dollars. None of the acts that were supposed to be there right. actually. That showed. was the uh, the one that never the greatest show that never happened. Yeah, yeah. It was advertising. Oh, yeah, it's like Woodstock in you know in, yeah. in the Bahamas, in the Bahamas, and luxurious and everything. And a whole bunch of people showed up, and it's like, all right, we've got tents and porta potties, and we're promised luxurious resorts and shit. Uh, and on top least of that, none the, of the fucking acts actually no? showed. Okay, I think like Rihanna was actually there, but she didn't perform. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not even sure they finished the stage. <laughs> it's like, I I, get, I saw a documentary on that one. I think it was on YouTube or whatever. Sit here, come on. Good God, let the lawsuits fly. Yep, yep. I did, I, as did as I said, ever... I, was, I, I texted y'all when I was watching, I'm like, okay, if I spend $150 for the experience of going to Woodstock 99, that's $150 for a three-day concert. So $50 a day, even in 1999, that's fairly reasonable for some yeah. pretty big-name acts. Absolutely. I mean, these, these were these were A-list you know, acts that were performing at this deal. I spent $50 uh, yeah. per ticket for the Breaking Benjamin concert that I took yeah. Rory to. And I spent a hundred. I spent almost one hundred fifty dollars ahead for the two uh, rush tickets to take my dad to go see him in Lauderdale. Oh god! Years ago, yeah, that was like one hundred and thirty. Yeah, and they were good seats, but still, I'm like, okay, that was for one band for one concert. It's like, okay, three hours and you're done. They didn't even this have was an three opener. days. I'm like, oh, fifty bucks a day to see all this stuff, and I go, yeah, you're gonna be a crowd of two hundred thousand people trying to see around people's heads and shoulders and shit, right? And you're gonna be camping in the ninety degree heat at Griffiths Air Force Base on a freaking runway with semen flying randomly across the screen and all sorts of i don't know what's going on and it's like the drinking water was literally like you might as well have been drinking out of a toilet right holy uh, shit dude yes why did it <laughs> play twice this going, holy I'm like, shit okay, dude folks, if i had been there and if i if i had spent 150 for that experience i would have been hiring lawyers when i got home and i found out what the hell was going on I'm like yeah i'm joining a class action and a half oh yeah 
The sad thing is that those folks, they're not going to get held accountable for anything like that. Well, Fire Festival did, and I. Fire Festival did, sh- but. Yeah, Fire Festival was. Woodstock 99 Woods, didn't. Yeah, Woodstock, I don't think they did. They were going to do it again and like. They didn't talk about it that much in the documentary. The documentary was only like a year or two old. Yeah, and they said that they were going to do one in like 2014 or 2015 or something like that, but it got squashed. Yeah, they were talking about doing it every two years or something like that for a while. If like if, it, if the one after the 99 debacle went good, then they were talking about doing it every two years. Be like, look, this is like one of those movies that you don't make a sequel to. Yeah. Then when you make the sequel and it fucking sucks. You, you don't make a third. You don't make a third. I mean, unless. You're trying to capture lightning in a bottle. You can't recapture the match. And by the way, a lot of whitewashing has happened on the original Woodstock. Oh, yeah. It was a lot of shit that even in the documentary, they didn't really acknowledge. <laughs> it's like, folks, <laughs> hippies were just willing to tolerate more. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they, they were willing to tolerate more in the name of, you know, the spirit of things. It's like, no, you got all these spoiled upper middle class white kids who are going to this deal. And they don't like to be ripped off and taken advantage of, especially our yeah. generation. Yeah, Generation X was a little different as far as that is yeah. concerned. So, it, this, uh, yeah, most of the people there, I think, were maybe five years older than we were at the time. Yeah, early Xers, average. Yeah, early Xers. Yeah, so I mean, we were what fourteen at the time. They're about yeah. so this is late July of ninety nine. So yeah, we were both fourteen at the time. And I'm like, okay, so we're talking people who are college age, so five yeah. years older than us. So. Yeah, it's that weird lost generation period between the boomers and us. Well, I found I figured it out at least for me. I know that I am a um, uh, uh, Generation X. Okay, and the reason is February eighty five. I'm July of eighty five. We're both Xers. As long as your but your mother is uh, your parents were a lot younger than mine. I think right. Yeah, my parents were born in the late fifties, so they were at the tail end of the boom. They were. My parents were at the early end of the boom. 49 and 53 that's right you were yeah you're the youngest of three kids i'm the oldest of two so yeah so ours is weird we we're generation xers technically because our parents were boomers uh but ours extends for 15 years between the three of us (laughs) it's it's, it's a little insane (laughs) yeah it's three years between me and my little sister yeah (laughs) yeah so i was we are we are tail end xers tail end xers but we were I'm, born in 85, and holy crap, 85 was a high watermark for the United States of America. It really was. <laughs> uh, in terms of pop culture, in terms of economics, in terms of our foreign policy and our, de- our defense policy, it was like, we were like, fuck around and find out to the whole world. You do not want to piss off America. Nope. Ronnie Reagan, motherfucker. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Man, what a time to be alive, right? It's like, I give up all the technology and shit we had just to be able to live in that time. Save for this one. Great segue. And you didn't even Mm. know it was coming. Great segue. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, coming up in what? Two two days, Monday, I think. Uh, This is the NASA thing? Yeah. Yeah. I think it's Monday, right? I think it takes off. Uh, I heard the twenty ninth. So yeah, it's yeah, Monday. Monday. Yeah, on Monday, on Monday. Well, plus three and a half days, but on Monday, we're going back to the motherfucking moon. We get the program off the ground. Holy shit! Are you kidding me? Nope. 
dude. We're, we're, we're using a lot of stuff that we developed for the space shuttle. We're actually reusing a lot of that technology. Yeah, including the SRBs. That's the, exact, <laughs> the main thing I'm talking about. Like, yeah, we're yeah, the SRBs. You know what? Uh, we fixed the O-rings, and those things are actually really good designs. So they let's really just were. make them longer so they burn longer. Right. Yeah, I think they literally just added a couple because they're couple made in segments. Rings. They like added right. one or two more segments to each one to yep. make them burn longer. Yep. So they can lift an eight point eight. No, hang on. Eight point eight million pound rocket. Uh, that's the Holy thrust one. the motherfucker makes. Yeah, so that's a one point three million more than the Saturn V. That was seven five. Correct. Shit. Now. Saturn V was the largest rocket built by man mm-hmm. until today because the SLS or the space launch system as it is, is this mm-hmm. fucker right here. Yeah. And it is so foot one tall. foot taller <laughs> than the Saturn V. That's deliberate. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. It's so fucking deliberate. Absolutely. <laughs> Like, mine's bigger, you know? <laughs> well, it was like the ship that we were on for our, our honeymoon. We were on the Oasis, or the uh, um, um, Allure. Allure of the Seas, yeah. which was the sister ship to the original one in that class called the Oasis of the Seas. The Oasis was the the, the class for yeah. um, for their... That, the lead ship. The yeah. lead ships. Well, it was reportedly 1.6 feet uh, meters, 1.6 meters longer than the Oasis. Nice. And I'm like, yeah, that's bullshit. It's like my, in our county, the county loves to make duplicates of the schools. Like they'll use one blueprint and make like, you know, pluck a pluck a pluck a pluck a pluck a like you were playing Sims or Sim City or something like a pluck a pluck a pluck a pluck a school. Boom. Yes. And, uh, so our sister school, the one that I married across the train tracks, as it were, that school is supposedly two bricks bigger than our school. We're bigger. Yeah. By like a brick. And that's not even true. They're talking about it in like yeah, the foundations. But, yeah, exactly. And according to whom is that? Like, yeah. You question. Exactly. What sources they, yeah. Exactly. So, it's like, you know, it's like, oh, the ship is 1.6 meters long. I'm sure like, it was like, oh yeah, they just said that. I'm like, yeah, in that case, I'm pretty sure they had to have that officially registered with all sorts of different government entities exactly (laughs) exactly yeah i'm pretty sure they actually are telling the truth and they use the same exact blueprint though yeah so what do they do we're just gonna make like we're gonna put the antenna we're just gonna like take the the flag jack staff right and just like angle angle it out yeah exactly just angle the flag at either end out just a little bit so one foot taller Payload mass is greater than 40 tons. I think the total was 53 or something like that. Yeah, it was 53 or something like that for the Saturn V. And that means they are both officially super heavy lifts. Yep. They are the largest ships built by humans. Now. Even bigger than was it the N1 that the Soviets made that was their Saturn V? Yep. It was bigger. I think they they tried to, they launched a couple of them and I don't recall if any of them were actually successful uh i think there was a there's that story of the one where you heard the lady screaming or whatever you heard that that clip of the the woman like you know trot talking real fast because she was like losing it i'll try to pick that up Um, listen to the second half of the show ladies and gentlemen if you want to be part of the show go to the porchdoctor.com slash be a shitlord become a shitlord listen to the second half of the show i will look this up for you so that y'all can hear it too it's great 
Um, but yeah, super heavy lifts. Uh, 1.3 million pounds of thrust more. Uh, engines. They both have 10. But Total. yeah, but in the no, 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 first. No, Saturn 5 had 11. 5, 5, and 1. 5, 4, and 1. There was only 4 in the, uh, in the second, second stage. Second stage of Saturn 5? 4. Center engine cutoff. Go on the other 4. That was from the first stage. The first. Watch dude. the movie again, brother. Yeah, they were in the, the first stage. They were in the second stage when that happened. Bet you 10 bucks. Yeah, it's the S2. Which is the second stage. Right. The S1C was the first stage of Saturn V. All right, folks, which one of us is the bigger space nerd? God, <laughs> God damn it. You are correct. Hmm. Now, that means Too much NASA LDS, right? got this wrong. But yeah, it's 5-5-1. Five, five, they wrote 5-4-1. They're wrong. All right, so it's got one NASA's, more engine. Yeah, NASA's PR. <laughs> yep, so there's, there's four in the first stage of the SLS with the two boosters. So two plus four, so to speak. Um, the second stage has four. Or maybe five. Who knows? You know, whoever made this is a fucking tool bag. Yeah. Who knows? Is it 364 feet tall or not? <laughs> Who knows? Who the fuck knows? So the fuel type is they both use liquid oxygen, but one of them uses a solid fuel of liquid hydrogen, too. The Saturn V used kerosene. For the now, first stage, yep. You could always tell that it was kerosene because it didn't ignite the air. It didn't burn. <laughs> it didn't make smoke. Right? Yeah. Different fuels make different reactions, so like they completely changed it to liquid hydrogen, liquid hydrogen for um, or the what did they, yeah for the shuttle, and that reaction creates a cloud, a very very long cloud, a very very puffy cloud of smoke behind no, it. No, that was the cloud was from the boosters, right? On the shuttle in the boosters, those are, those are those are powdered aluminum. That's not high. That's not that's not liquid. They're solid fuel. Solid rocket. They're boosters. liquid hydrogen. No, that's the main engines. SRBs, solid rocket boosters. Solid fuel rockets. Aluminum oxide. Or aluminum perchlorate or something. Yeah, the big orange tank, that's liquid hydrogen, liquid right. oxygen. That's exactly. the engines on the shuttle. Right. The boosters are solid rockets, and literally once you light them, you can't shut them off. Yeah, we, we know, unfortunately. Yeah. Well, I and guess you couldn't throttle them either. That was the main engines. Guess the range safety officer didn't have a detonator yeah, for him, did he? Uh, he had a detonator for him, and actually, after the explosion on Challenger, they actually detonated him. They did. They started him. arcing back towards yeah, land. Towards land. <laughs> so like, back uh, towards yeah, Florida. we're not sure where the fuck those things are going. Let's just yeah, let's let's poof them. <laughs> There's no danger of hurting the crew if we do that now. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. crazy. Some of the pictures that they show, like they were able to identify. The entire crew module pop like out the front, and even the engines. Yeah, like the three out. engines, which were still kind of operating because the fuel hadn't quite cleared the fuel lines yet. Yeah. So, like the engines and the fuel lines. <laughs> so, yeah, but you can clearly see three yeah. points of light in the triangle deal. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like it's like that: the wing and the crew compartment, all in one clear single frame of like quarter, half a second after the explosion. Yeah. Crazy. Fucking crazy. 
how much of the the remains did they find? Not of the remains. I think pretty the, much all of it. Because not it the remains of the shuttle. Well, well, the shuttle, yeah, because they actually you watch the the full deal. Is okay. The camera was tracking Splashes. the bits right. all the way down to the water. I meant the human they, remains. I think they found all of them. Did they? According to what I was reading somewhere, apparently all seven of them were medically alive until the moment they hit the water. Right. They were unconscious. But, right. And the other thing is also they were there wearing was different evidence, suits. They weren't yeah. wearing the full pressure suits. For, exactly. Yeah, they were in blue suits, which basically was just a pressurized helmet. Right. And it's not a, the big orange Dave Clark suits. Apparently somebody wear. was, they they found evidence that somebody was trying to get their, their helmet sealed or something. They found evidence of somebody was trying to manipulate something yeah. on their suit. So like an emergency procedure or something right. they're supposed to do. Right. But they didn't have any evac procedure at all. They were like, okay, maybe try to do something to, I don't know, keep me alive a little longer. And then you hit the water. It's not going to matter. But yeah, they from what I understand, they recovered everybody in various states. But Some remains of the Challenger crew were located and recovered, but not one of the corpses was intact. No. Well, they were in you, various states. When you hit the, the water at 300 miles an yeah, hour. It's, <laughs> it's like a plane crash. Okay, it's, you know, it was that Swiss Air flight off of Newfoundland or whatever it was in mm-hmm. the 90s, or the, D, the MD-11 that caught fire, and they're like, oh yeah, we're going to try to put this out, and you know, dump fuel and get in, and it's like, oh shit! Now the fires overwhelmed the cockpit, and we're going in, and literally they were dredging the bottom of the ocean where they went down to get all the bits and pieces, and the there wasn't very much big debris left. Oh hell! Think of TWA Flight Eight Hundred, one of the story. largest aircraft on the planet at yeah. the time. And it was 747 going into a million pieces, literally one of the, the largest pieces of probably about the size of this desk. I'd say the engines were probably the biggest pieces they could recover the discs that held the fan and the compressor blades on everything. Okay. That's yeah. you. Cause usually the engines and the landing gear are about the only solid parts of an airplane. Exactly. Everything else is pretty delicate. Fun time. Mm. And by all. But all right, so let's go yeah, back to. Yeah, that's what I minored in. Let's go back to <laughs> Artemis here. Yeah. Anyways, Artemis one. Let me bring this up again. This is holy shit. It's very large. It's the flight plan. That's a sweet Earth, you might say. There's a hurricane. Why is there a hurricane? <laughs> Fucking idiots. Anyway, all right. So lift off. Do 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 do. Translunar injection. That's the old school way. Burn, yeah. go faster, break from the Earth's orbit, go to the goddamn 25, moon. Yeah, 25,000 miles an hour thereabouts, and you're on your way. And what does that look like to you? A lot like a morphed version of the Apollo setup. Correct. Now, from what I understand, the capsule on this, they right. basically took the Apollo capsule and just made it bigger so they could put like seven people in it instead yeah, of three. exactly. Yeah. And there it is coming in the exact same way as it did before. In the exact same place in the South Pacific. <laughs> in this so, case, yeah. In this case. So, uh, over here, it's kind of cool. So, they jettison the uh, service module, I guess, the, the third stage. or second, Yeah, that's the third stage, stage that sends them on. And then it, yeah, like with the Apollo ones, it kind of goes around the moon around. and then goes off into where it's, who knows. Yeah, I wonder if they there were. There was one they? of them that actually came back, like, decades later. It was like a third stage. They're like, somebody, like, some unidentified object or whatever they were looking at. Like, what the fuck is that? Is that some random comet we haven't seen? It's like, 
Oh no, that's an Apollo third stage. Holy from, shit! <laughs> from like 1971 or whatever, and the fuck maybe it was Apollo 13's actual one or whatever. I don't remember which one it was, but it's like there was one like like it was like 15, 20 years ago, maybe more recent than that even. The thing somehow worked its way back into our neck of the woods after going around the moon and getting slung off into wherever. And somehow we met up with it again. No shit. Yeah. I was too damn. It might have been Apollo 13's one. I'm not sure. That's crazy. Yeah, I'm sure. If you like, I remember I was reading. Maybe it was on the Wikipedia page for the Saturn Five. Maybe it was some special I watched on the History Channel or something about it. But yeah, there was one of them that we actually. Maybe it was, might have been on the Apollo 13 Wikipedia page or whatever. It's like, yeah, it was. Oh, yeah, the, the the third stage. We somehow ended up meeting up with it again because a lot of times they would change the trajectory on it. They have like they do like a little tiny burn on it, like after TLI and after mm-hmm. they detach from it and everything to make. Sh- You've got to be fucking kidding me, dude! Absolutely amazing to me. It's fucking incredible. As soon as I went to a website, the very second I did, God damn. Internets. Yep. Internets yep. again. Internets again. So yeah, they, they would try to make the third stage crash into the moon deliberately. Right. To avoid that happening. And it's like, oh, yeah, it would, you know be under some kind of control and they figured hey the moon's a big enough place there's um nothing up there to worry about it hitting really <laughs> <laughs> i don't see it on the 13 wiki but anyway all right let's go back let's go back to current moon boom that was one of them yep current moon boom current let's so, basically take the ideas uh, that worked before and just do them again and just improve so they're going to come back in. Now, the very first time they get back, they are going to do a, a burn to hang out in orbit for a little while, right? Yep. Well, that that translunar inject, or uh, that, uh, um, um, what's it called? Lunar orbit lunar insertion. Lunar orbit insertion, LOI. They do the LOI burn. They're going to be coming within, where is it? I think it says it down here. It's 60 miles? 60 nautical miles yep. from the moon. Outbound powered flyby. There isn't TLI burn. Enter distant retrograde orbit. Yep. yep. That's 10. That's here. So yeah. big slowdown. Whip by at really fucking close. And then yeah, I think actually slow 60 down miles was, and chill. 60 miles was the orbit that Apollo 8 did. And that, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's probably 60, great. Yeah. They went into an orbit at 60 miles altitude. I think that was the standard orbit that they did for all the flights where they actually brought the LEM with them. But check and that was, this you know, out. The the orbit the orbit they're going to go into is a thirty eight thousand nautical mile orbit. That's tall. That is really fucking tall. So the lander's got to descend from thirty eight thousand fucking miles. What? I, I highly doubt it because there's no lander on this one. This is like Apollo eight. Oh, okay, so we're just... Okay, this is just doing an Apollo 8 mission. I was wondering yeah. what the hell the LEM was. It's Apollo 8 without humans. Okay. So this is unmanned Apollo 8. Okay. Correct. So it's going to go over there and be at 38,000 nautical miles. That's crazy. So it's a very elliptical orbit. So 60 is the Parasyntheon, and Aposyntheon is fucking 38,000 goddamn miles. Jesus. Yeah, this is like, what, one-seventh of the distance back home. Almost, dude. That's a long fucking way up from fucking the moon. Crazy. Wow. And then they dip out. 
Return power. <laughs> so we fly. like okay, we just do a lap or two, and then we're we're done. And then we're heading home. So nope. it's not oh, go to there, park it in orbit for a while, and then do your burn on the far side and come home. No, we're just woo. What's fourteen here? Return fourteen is the return transit, and then a separate a separation, and then old school EI entry interface, and then splash down, zip and boom. All in one motion. No, let's orbit the Earth for a little while. Nope. Oh, no, no, no. It's Disconnect, every time, zip, every time boom, Apollo land. would come home from a lunar flight, there was no orbiting. It was no. literally coming straight in from 25,000 miles an hour to entry interface. Strip everything off, land. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it literally is like, you're coming straight in. You're not taking a lap. You're literally taking half an orbit, and that's the course you take through the atmosphere. Well, apparently they're talking about leaving Cape Canaveral and flying over a hurricane. Uh, literally, this has been one of the quietest hurricane seasons on record. All right, we're looking at it going, folks, we're at the end of August right now. Have we right. had one? Well, to be honest with you, doesn't it go until like October or some shit? But yeah, usually, okay, what time of the year was is usually the busiest time? August. Right now. August and early <laughs> September. August and September. Which was is it? Why in 2000, Ron, were you there in 04 when everything yep. went completely apeshit? Okay. Yep. Yeah. So again, right at the end, right around Labor Day. Yep. It's usually when is the peak of the season. That's when we had like four of them roll through in the space of like a month and a half. Yeah, June, June to November. And yeah, usually September usually is hot right as fuck. right now is the height of the season and we got nothing. Late August, early September is usually the, the hot, hot button item. Uh, tropics. Weather. It's like, yeah, current, <laughs> current hurricane activity. I don't even think we have a, tr I don't think we have anything named even. Not even a tropical storm. They were worried about something developing off the Gulf uh, Coast last week or two weeks ago, something like that, but I don't think that panned out to anything. Uh, There's a shit ton of rain here in Dallas. Holy fuck, dude. Uh, I, like, I sent you all that picture. I was like, yeah, this is what freaking Highway 635 looks like, or I-20 looks like. It's that was crazy. Lake. It was a lake. It was a lake. It was like, nuts. That's what Houston looks like. That ain't Dallas, man. Holy shit. <laughs> so, no, Ooh. there is a less than 40% uh, formation chance on two targets. One of them is like 500 miles east of Bermuda, so it's dead. It's heading out. out there. Yeah, there's one in the path heading up towards the the islands, but it's got a less than 40 percent chance of making a. Uh, it's actually at 20 percent chance of making one. The other one's, like I said, pat way past Bermuda, heading out towards the middle of the ocean. It's it's coming close to the Mid Atlantic Ridge. Yeah, really. Like, nope. <laughs> so yeah, no, it's nothing. Uh what named storms have we had this year? I think there might have been one or two tropical storms, at least in the Atlantic. I think the Pacific's had a couple, but nothing that affected us. August may pass without a single named tropical system in the Atlantic. Yeah. Cause we're four days out from the end of it and there ain't nothing. There's only been Three. Alex, yeah. Bonnie, and Colin. Greta, go fuck yourself. Exactly. Seriously, wasn't this one of the big things that they were screaming about? And it's like, hey, folks, global warming is going to make hurricanes worse. They're going to be all the time, and they're going to be cat fives every single I'm like, or they're, or they're all just going to stop. Whatever. Yeah. Or, yeah, it was like, oh, and I'm like, hurricanes are, yeah, they're going to try to say hur no hurricanes is somehow a bad thing. Right. 
Hurricanes. Same people be- were telling us that hurricanes are just going to be every damn week. We're going to be sweating cat fives left, right, and center. They're going to be all the time. We're going to go through like the entire Greek alphabet because we're going to go through so many of them. There's going to be all the way through the English alphabet, and then fuck that. No, we're going through the Greek alphabet, and then we're probably going to go through some more. No, fuck that. Nothing. Yeah. No. And like you said, there's going to be, uh, uh, you know, some some reason. Trump had a cigarette, so that may, that means we're all going to die now. You know, the, the hurricane season is going to go bad because he sprayed hairspray on his head. Yeah. But the largest, the most named storms in recorded history was 28. And that was in 2005, the year after yeah, that all was, that crazy yeah, that shit. Was, that was the Katrina year. Correct. So that was one, okay, we had a shit ton of storms, but none of them actually hit Daytona, from what I can recall. Or there might have, yeah. <laughs> there was the one there, that there were a bunch that went south, like yeah. the usual path, because they crossed Miami or they yeah. turned north to the Carolinas. Right. Daytona was in that weird spot on the uh, Atlantic coast where everything either went way south or way north. And total that roll was the by dice. 2004 was fucking weird. It was like, okay, we never get storms, and we had like three of them. Four total. Yeah, four total in like six weeks. Three of them, they kicked us out. For well, the it's fourth the first one, one kicked us out, and then while we were kicked out, they said, "Oh, there's another one coming." Which stay ended away, handle right, stay away. <laughs> said stay away, and I'm like, okay, the one they were worried about is okay. That one went to the fucking panhandle. It was nowhere near it. So they brought us back for like a week of classes. Then, oh no, here we go, get more, <laughs> more shit. <laughs> get get out, out again. Except it's not going to be for a whole week. It's going to be like two days, right? And then we're just like, fuck that. We're not packing up and leaving again. Well, then the fourth one comes in and it was the only one to actually hit daytona with any yeah. kind of force at all i stayed because yeah, i was, was in pretty significant and then gene that i think was it was gene that's the yeah. one where i actually stayed on campus yeah. i was living in doolittle or not in doolittle yeah. in um um uh what was the one off campus the little apartments over off of nova uh off of nova i don't know uh The, the more I think about it, the more it leaves my brain. And they're probably not even there anymore. <laughs> oh, they were on Bevel Road. Oh, Bevel. Okay. Uh, Bevel and Clyde. I, at the of, I don't Bevel and Clyde Morris. Stuff. I don't remember. St- I remember there were apartments down there. Like, I don't remember the name of them, though. So I'm going to say maybe it started with an M. I'm going to look. Because if I don't, it's going to I think I know the one you're talking about because they're like right next to Publix. Yeah, across, like across right the, the street. Yeah. Um, yeah, right around the yeah, right, right, right so public. Yeah. Bevel, right over here. Yeah, there's Walgreens. Uh, the park at uh, Via Tiano or whatever, the one where Rabio used to live. Right up from there. I didn't know him back then. I was like, when I met him, he was living up in uh, Ormond. Yeah. yeah. And, I never, I, and I never even got to see that place. Either, Chanute. Yeah. Chanute Complex. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I live okay. right at the end of one of the roads facing the little lake there. Apparently, apparently my address was 16, 1657 Westwood, Westwood Drive. Okay. No. Woodcrest. Woodcrest Drive. That's correct. Because I live just south. I'm in Mirror Lake, which, uh, which is like, okay, it was Clyde Morris. You go just south of Bevel. It does that little chicane zigzag kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And, and just south of that, there are like two apartment complexes right across the street from each other. And those were the two places where I lived. I lived on the east side one the first two years. And then the second two years is the one that you remember that I lived in. I lived in this one right here. You have to zoom out a bit. Can you see? Some, oh, I know. I, but I see where, yeah, I see, I, you I see where my pointer out, so is. 
Yeah, I just got to see where and the then overall zipping out. Point is. This is Bevel. Okay, I see. Yeah, you're right. That's across Clyde the Morris. Yep, and there's right the public over here. Yep. Okay, and I was just south of you. Okay, so now we're looking north south. You see how Clyde Morris does that S? Yeah. Just south of the S, there's like two apartments. You see the the tennis courts on the right on the right side? Right. Yeah, that was my first apartment complex. The Boulevard. And then right across the street from it was my second one. And that and second this one is was the, the one, one you knew. Yeah. That was the one I moved out of when we moved in together up in Palm Coast. You were in this building right here, I think. Yes. Correct. Yep. And I remember sitting there with those two weird girls. <laughs> sitting yeah, right there. Yeah, on the edge of the stairs. And the girl had like her feet all up on me. That was crazy. Man, so many freaking memories. Uh, fun memories, dude. It's memories. Like, ah. God, dude, I would, like if I could find a way to make my career work where I can move back to Daytona, I could probably get so oh, much for my money. Quarter of a fucking I'd second, I would. So fucking. I money. could probably clear so a house with just the the what I would get from this house. I'd love to see what the heck our old house at fifty eight Price Lane costs. Of course, nowadays in Florida, you know, real estate market is probably insane. But God, I was like, I was like okay, with the money I have now, I would love to go back in time to twenty. 2009 and say yeah how much the guy we were renting it from how much you want for this house because <laughs> i think you were even talking about at one point buying we were, house. You were yeah again. i was um until you ended up holy back to shit quarter mil 300 400 and god damn it i clicked too many times god damn it dope oh. 430 shit that house is two only 2,000 square, square feet. Two? Yeah. And that's a cookie cutter. Yeah. That's the kind of place where, okay, if I bought it, first thing I do is upgrade the damn master shower because that was literally a Home Depot buy a shower alcove and install it special model home thing. I'm like, no, no, no. I ripped that out and put in some nice tile and shit. I, I, don't, like, I, I don't know why I went to homes.com for this because homes doesn't show you what the last sale price is like a bunch of the other ones so you can actually see what it what it would say, have cost. Like, yeah who when did yeah when did it sell it was like yeah it's <laughs> but i mean you can get it, okay it's it's pretty goddamn close to here so goddamn change four five some all the way up to six and they're all smaller like Here's actually a really good one. This is well, on remember our house. We found our house a couple other times in the neighborhood. We were driving around. Uh, you, that was when you started telling me. It was like, hey, dude. It was like, yeah, we got a you know like uh, cookie cutter houses and model homes and shit. And I'm like, oh yeah, I remember in Pond uh, Spruce Creek. There was a buddy of mine who had a house. And I'm like, wait a minute. I, the first time I went to his place, I'm like, wait, I've been here before. Yeah. Why does this look so? <laughs> I remember going to a party here one time. What? No, it was the same exact same exact model. Plan. Yeah, uh, house, but they, they did house. the same thing here. I mean, yeah, all of the town that I live in. It's East Coast thing. It's like I, you yeah. hardly ever see that here in uh, in Texas. Like here's a oh, really right, mostly custom home. Now yeah. here you go. Here's a really nice one. Three ninety nine, twenty three hundred square feet square feet on um, Cabot Cliffs off LGPA. Okay, so that's closer to Daytona. LPGA, I remember, was a nice area too. I was like, it yeah, is. It yeah, is. There, there were, there were a couple of my friends had were renting houses over there back in college. I'm like, yeah, this is nice. God damn it! I, <laughs> I'm like, damn, I'd love to have this place. I lost it. Oh, here it is. And that is a five and four or five and three hmm. on a half acre for four hundred. That ain't bad. Excuse me, on a quarter acre. 
even so, I was like, okay, you're not. Oh no, shit! I'm I'm wrong. That is a half an acre. Holy shit! So you're not literally reaching out the freaking window to shake hands with your neighbor while he's inside his house. Correct. Like a lot of the places here in Irving, dude, it's like, dude, check out the fucking shit we like here at Irving. Like they're shoehorning houses in like it's going out of style. It's like who needs yards? Right. It's kind of thing where I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to put gravel down. Say fuck grass. I don't even need to buy a mower. And honestly, truthfully, I really wanted to move out into the middle of the fucking sticks. Fuck humans. I don't want to live like an apartment in a house. Right. Fuck humans. Almost sharing a wall with your neighbor. Even where my my parents ended up moving. House is most of the yard. It's like a half acre plot or an eighth of an acre plot or something like that. So less land, more house. Okay. So... It is actually difficult. It's, uh, it's a lot like what's we got, like what we got here in Irving. Yeah, a lot it's of very places. difficult. They're nice houses, but there's no land. Very difficult for you to pass between your house and your neighbor's house with your lawnmower. That's what I'm saying. It's yeah. It's like there's not enough yard to really even do it. Like you could do your whole yard with a weed whacker. Yeah. It's kind of like don't buy, don't definitely don't buy a riding mower. No, one of my one of my neighbors, <laughs> one of my neighbors was out there cutting hers with a fucking <laughs> with a weed whacker. You can't. No, <laughs> these are full quarter acres and and yeah, it's yeah. a little too big, a little that. too big for that. She's like but, walking out there, you know, hacking back and forth. I'm that, like, that's the kind of thing where I'm like, okay, like, fuck <laughs> it, give me the old ancient push mower that doesn't fuck even yeah. have an engine. Literally, I like had the giant one. rotating spiral blades. Just push the bitch. You remember that that townhouse that I lived in Winchester when I was yeah. working for Winchester, the sheriff's way department. back when. Yeah, that's what I had. Yeah, I was either going to get that or an electrical mower. one. I got the manual mower because the front yard, because there was a tree in the front yard, so the front yard was like zip, 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 and done. Yeah. That's it. And there wasn't like, even like the, like a little, you know, uh, medium strip. Have time to warm up in a gas mower before Correct. you're done. <laughs> Correct. It would take me longer to route the power cable for an electric one before yes. I was completely done. So the back, there was a little patio out the back. And then I just did the backyard. It took me like, I think maybe 10 minutes to mow my entire yard. Damn. All right. Let me see if I can find some of the local stuff that we got here and Kick it up to the deal. Or actually, if you got Google Maps handy or whatever, just zip on over to Irving and do some zooming in. I'll do a... <laughs> it'll probably be easier if you already got it set up. Maps.google.com Irving, Texas. Way down here. Oh, here it is. All right. Let me, let me share this real right. quick so you can see it right quick. Here we go. Zoom on in. I'm All at right. DFW. To the right, about 3 o'clock, a little further. Uh, actually, no, uh, not quite. Uh, up and left a bit. On your nope, not quite that much. Down straight. Las Colinas. Where that uh where that Cowboys Rest Cowboys Red River kind of thing? Zoom oh, in there. Right there. Like zoom in right around there. Okay, the lake to the left side of the screen. That's where I live. Right here. No no no. Uh to the further to the left. Right here. That one. Yeah. That's yeah, that's the area where I live. Now it it'll help a lot more with uh the satellite view. All right. Now you go north from where I'm at. Yeah, okay, now we're getting into the, all those areas right there. Like, all those houses, like, to the left. Look how close those houses are. What the fuck? Are these are townhomes, no right? There are no yards. Are these townhomes, though? No, these are, as far as I know, these are... Some, uh, <gasps> no those no are shit! There are no yards. What the fuck? I mean, these are, like, like 
pretty houses, but oh. like, good God, dude, they're on top of each other. No, you know what? Uh, we've got these two. They're, they're, there's a drive back here. This is where your driveway is and shit. Yeah. I can't believe I mean, they, it, and again, dude, garage, they let, and, they and let alleys, them go down dude, there. North Dallas is all alleys. There are no driveways <laughs> on the front of the houses. This these is, things are just right yeah. on fucking top of each other. We've we've got them here too. Um, out in uh, towards Manassas, there's a bunch. Uh, not that Manassas. Oh yeah, actually that Manassas. That'll be good. Down here. This is where my buddy lives. Yeah, those are like larger houses too. I was like, yeah, they're not like, oh, it's it, like all deep. It's like, no, it's it's wide too. So it's like, yeah, actually, that's what she laid out more like a conventional house. See, these are the regular houses. These are old. These are town yeah, houses. those are like houses. These are that's so what, yeah. These are connected full houses. So oh they're like halfway in between a townhouse and the duplexes that we know from Florida. Huh. <laughs> These are annoying. But they're like big houses. Yeah. Though. They're like 3000 square feet. Yeah. Full full basement, remember because we have basements oh, up here. Oh yeah. So are full basement. Your sister's place where they had the whole man cave set up downstairs? Yeah. 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 Yeah, that, that basement was massive. I'm like, yeah. good God, this is the size of like some apartment. It's like the size of my current apartment. The, that the, was a basement. And their house, I think, is 4,000 square feet. I think it's like 4,100 4, or something like that. That's a good size house. Like, but that's, that's these nice houses house. right here, not these. Where'd it go? Here it is, right here. I can't get down there because uh, Google Maps hasn't done this. These are brand spanking new. But these are literally the same thing that you were talking about. You know, that you just yeah. showed me in, in Irving, drive down this road, but this access road yep. is where the actual driveways are. And they actually, to be honest, if you look at most of North Dallas, that's how the houses are set up. You go watch King of the Hill, mm -hmm. they're all hanging out in the alley, that's on the back of the right. house. yeah. Because Arland is inspired by most of, like, Richardson, Garland, all over North Dallas, that area. And I'm like, I'm like holy fuck. I'm like, my house that I grew up in in Plano that we built when I was five like same fucking thing it's like oh yeah you go driving around you're like all right if i if i you know make a wrong turn in the neighborhood how do i turn around you can't pull into a driveway oh yeah oh <laughs> like, that makes it really annoying when you're driving around a neighborhood and you're like oh shit i need to turn around uh well so like all these eventually. all these are short and they got a bunch of connectors to them but in yeah. this one where it kind of bunches up into the spot there's a little turnaround thing right here yeah there's a little uh, triangular roundabout. <laughs> a turning triangle, kind of like a railroad would have, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it, it, it's smart if you want to live close to somebody. What the fuck is up with this one, though? That is very strange. It's all by itself? Or, there's a couple of them that are all by themselves. You only got one address number on them. But it's tiny. Yeah. Well, no, look two towns oh, to the left. These are connected. No, look one further to the left. Over here. Yeah. And that's that just decent. one. So it's, yeah, but it's not that deep, but it's like wide. Let's look at a picture of this fucker. On Redfin. Oh. Oh, see all 18 photos. Okay. Please have a picture of the outside, because if not, I will smash you in the face. That's the back side. That's the booty. God damn. It looks nice from the curb. Does. I like it. Now, let's look at this one that shows us two different addresses. Yeah, that's a joined house. 
And it looks like one wide driveway off the back, presumably two single-car garages off the back. Something uh, like that, this probably. off the market. It looks like it was never actually posted. Yeah. That means, yeah, no no imagery. That means somebody probably bought it from the, uh, the manufacturer, or from the manufacturer, the builder, and then that was it. So this one doesn't have any. So let's look at the one also connected to it. Maybe this one did. It did not. Oh well. But six hundred. God damn it. It was like five ninety two. Yeah. I'm like, wow. And look how small it is. Good God, that's smaller than what we had in Palm Coast. Yep. For a like, I think we had nineteen hundred, two thousand thereabouts. I think it was like right at two thousand. Yeah. And this is decently smaller five and a quarter and for, for over a hundred hundred square feet for a hundred some of the apartments in my building are almost as big as this house <laughs> I, like there's there are apartments in this building that are 1625 god damn it's a two and two at 1625 square feet i was looking to move into one but somebody snapped it up and i'm like okay i'm probably gonna be in miami for the next six months or so so i'm not gonna spend a whole lot of time here so there's no point in upgrading my apartment yet right because literally i'm just spending extra money on like 50 percent more on rent to not even enjoy it right didn't so you like, do that I, once before where you were living somewhere else but you maintained somewhere else no i just so you didn't lose it or whatever uh, Key West. Key yeah, West. Um, yeah, because I had it for a couple months. When you were trying in... to get a job with the T, uh, with the TSA guys. Yeah, down there. It was after I got furloughed, and literally, I eventually got to the point where okay, I've been doing this for three months. I'm just throwing money out the door because you know, uh, the job offer is not coming. Because hey, it's late 2009. The economy's in the shitter. <laughs> Boom. And so I finally moved everything uh. back to Texas. And literally the day after I returned the fucking moving van, the damn call comes in. Hey, when can you come in to interview? And you're like. Bruh. Really? Bruh. Really? This was the pri- this is a private security contractor contracted out for TSA. So it was the rent of Smurfs. Yeah, and that's really sad. At, at that point it was. I think it's actually real TSA now in Key West. Yeah, I think Key it is. This is getting huge, dude. They're adding freaking jet bridges to their airport down there. Dude, they're parking Airbuses and 73s everywhere. That ramp is packed. What the fuck? That's what I said. I'm like, guys, where are you going to put all this? I'm like, there's no room to expand. It's an island, and it's been completely used. Um, where are you putting all of this? How are you landing all this? It only has one. Uh, it has two. It's run- five thousand. It's a five thousand square runway. foot runway by a hundred. Five thousand foot runway. You can land a, an A319 or a 737-700. That's the biggest thing you're getting in there. Wow. And I'm like, okay, you're packing more and more of those in there. And I'm like, and they're going to, there's a model of the proposed, what the term finished terminal is going to look like sitting in the lobby, right outside the check-in desks there. And it's got like four jet bridges. And I'm like, wow, guys, like a, where are you getting the money for this? And B, where are you going to put, where are you getting the space? You can't add any more to the, where you got. Cause there's a, I think it's Fort Roosevelt or whatever is a historic fort, literally right outside the airport. So you can't reclaim land towards the towards A one A on the south side of the island there. And I'm like, uh, you can't. And on top of that, okay, you can't reclaim land further into the ocean and expand the island with landfilling because then you'd have to shut down the entire route around the south side of the island. Uh, I'm like, the tourist traffic and the locals are going to kill you. 
<laughs> what the hell do you guys plan to do with this airport? Impossible. This was, this was published back in 2018. So four years ago, okay. It says, but it's all, uh, EYW is also protect, uh, projected to rise to the tune of 2.5% per year for the next 20 years. Blah, blah, blah. Renovation versus relocation. It's Gen, it's Gen F counterpart, Florida Keys Marathon Airport. Uh, Way are, that's, that's a solid hour and a half drive. No shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, Both covered like, by... Down there, folks. It's like, I know, it's not exactly around the corner. Florida DOT program that contracts and engineering, blah, blah, blah. Um, based on these inspections, their team knew that runway 927 was safe, but it needed to be replaced soon. The runway pavement was at its end of its serviceable lifespan. When runways are not maintained on time, um, FOD ends up, uh, FOD tends to break up on the runway. Yeah, the surface will break up. But it, it was fine every time I've been there. They've actually the added la- shit to it. They got an EMAS at both ends now. They have a Pappy instead of a Vassy. No shit. I'm sitting here going on a short ass runway. It's about fucking time, guys. Right. <laughs> so what they want to do is mill and overlay the existing runway surface with new pavement. pavement okay. Widen the shoulders from 10 to 20. Okay. Upgrade to lighting of LED. Nice. Add 270 feet to the takeoff distance and improve drainage in the grass safety areas that abut the runway. Agreed, because anytime you get a decent downpour, the damn taxiways are... (laughs) That's the thing that always worried me. Like, Oh, yeah, you land real heavy on this short-ass runway. You use a lot of brakes. So now you have to taxi through a giant puddle with hot brakes. (laughs) Nice. <laughs> that always worried me. I'm like, one day we're gonna taxi through there. We're gonna be heavy as fuck on landing, and we're gonna have hot ass carbon brakes. We're gonna go through this fucking puddle, and it's gonna splash up on the brakes, and one of them's gonna crack. Holy! That's what always worried me. Drew, you know that the new Microsoft Flight Simulator is goddamn ridiculously sexy. I haven't had not had a chance to fiddle with it yet. I showed you on my computer, though, like I the sexiest. I think you did, but it was a while ago. Dude. Flight Beam uh, or Orbex uh, is a company that makes third-party, you know, uh, higher renditions of certain scenery that mm-hmm. the manufacturer, whether it be um, McDonald's era, um, Lockheed or Microsoft or whoever makes whatever sim, that they're making stuff for, they have a generalized area. Like they'll do screen or uh, uh, satellite views and stuff like that, and they get it pretty close. Auto gen buildings and auto gen. I remember one time back when you were doing your um, your flight deck channel. Yeah, uh, flight when, level. I, it was one of the times when I was come came to visit you. And you, were, you were doing a session or you're doing a flight or whatever, and we're in the middle of you're doing like like Dulles down to Orlando. You're like one of your usual routes, right? And we're like midway through it, we're getting towards the end of the flight, and, and you had like the view set up like outside the plane, looking down, and I'm like, wait a minute, that's Palm Coast. That's Palm Coast. That's our fucking. We can see our house. (laughs) (laughs) See the fucking way station for the trucks right next to where we are on I ninety five. Like that's our fucking neighborhood. Yes, I happened to look at it at the very moment we were passing it. And then we watched it for a little (laughs) longer so we could see Riddle as we passed Daytona. Yeah, Yeah. it was on the uh, the Sea World approach there. Um, so Orbex, who made the scenery? No, I don't think they were the one that made the scenery for MCO. Somebody else did, but anyway, they make some of the best out there. I don't. I didn't get paid by them, by the way. They're. Yeah, we, I've we don't been get using, paid to endorse anything, folks. If they'd like to pay us to endorse their stuff, 
I'll sing you praises all day. I've been using your fucking heart software. Guys who tell dick jokes all the time, but then I see a lot of YouTube channels where like they get sponsors, right? (laughs) Yeah, Uh, Brandon Herrera can get sponsors and sponsor Badger can get sponsors. (laughs) Sponsor me because I've been buying your software for about fifteen years. Okay, (laughs) give me the seven three seven eight hundred. You're a local company. You're right up the street. Do it for me just because I've spent stupid amounts of money. Or or Smith and Wesson wants to sponsor me at or Remington if they still exist. Fuck six (laughs) seven. Remington should exist. I got one of their one of their shotguns. Going through some weird bankruptcy shit, and they've changed ownership a few times lately. All right, Drew. Look at this. Here is their rendition of Key West. Now, remind you, this is a shot from the simulator. That looks like a photo. Literally, look, I'm flying over the bitch. What the fuck? Damn. Dude. Dude. It looks like I'm actually flying over it. The shading and everything is, and the shadows, it's all perfect. This looks like I mean, you zoom in a little more. Okay, the houses are a little bit you know low res, but still, I was like, that's not important. You can see my old apartment buildings. Is that where you live? Out of that lake, right there. The the big plus shape deals. Oh yeah, right here. That was where I used to live, and the pool right next to our apartment pool, right at the edge of the end of the runway there, off the left. Right Literally, here. the 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 fence, the perimeter fence of the airport is also the perimeter fence for the deck of the pool. It's right there. I see the yeah. rest of the perimeter fence right here. Goes yep. right down and that there right goes. Way. And yep. then there's the pool. Just yeah. No shit. <laughs> so we would hang out at the pool waiting for the last flight of the day to leave when we're on reserve. And it's like as the thing is climbing away, you can still hear the noise of the engines. We'd get on the horn to schedule and go, Hey guys, can I get released for the day? There's no more flights. And go, No, we still got you for another two hours. I'm like, last flight just left. Right. So what are you gonna do? <laughs> what are y'all gonna do with me? Okay, you're clear. Okay, yes. Thank you. I'm literally holding a <laughs> beer you. in I'm my released. hand right now. <laughs> but that is fucking insane. All right. The, you guys are getting some more show real quick because I want to go to YouTube and I want to go to uh, uh, Orvix Key West. And I want to look at somebody who has flown this. That's FSDT. All right. It's there. Whatever it's, it's going to be there. Ads. Yeah, ads for the company that I'm looking at a video. <laughs> You're, yeah. Oh, dude, they even got the freaking terminal right. Holy, that's what it looks like right now, folks. God damn. And there's all the people taking that picture. <laughs> that essential no, 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 picture. No, no, no. Those are mannequins. Oh, are those that's mannequins replica, that are that's there? That's a replica of the southernmost point buoy over right. in the over in Old Town. That's the street side. You even have the Conch Republic flag painted on the side. Awesome. Holy yeah, that is the least crowded I've seen that runway in the last two years. <laughs> or that uh, ramp, rather. Yeah. Yep, the underneath parking garage. Yep. Key West is kind of interesting because they've got old and new sections of it. The Okay, pause. The side you're seeing on the left there where the cabs are, that's the old building. Right. And then the side on the right that's above, up upstairs is where the uh, uh, 
the check-in desks are, and they got the parking garage below, and they got a parking lot across the the okay, you got the the drop-off area upstairs, you know, where you know the curbside, mm-hmm. and then across the curbside is the upstairs uh, parking lot. Gotcha. That was basically the only place that's a safe place to park. One of the few places it's a safe place to park if a hurricane's rolling in so you can keep your car away from the storm surge. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> that's where everybody wants to park if a hurricane's rolling in. So you see the glass walkway off in the distance. Right here, yeah. When you get through security, although I, why is there one at that end? Because it should be behind where the camera is, uh, is the one where you clear security and then you go through and then you go downstairs and into where the, you know, the gate lounge so this first one uh right yeah the height 13.6 right above where you're uh right above the frame there yeah that's yeah i love how these are totally gta looking cars oh no those are just straight up ford crown vix but they're i mean from grand theft auto like the models they should be the models they they used for the rendition here is like straight up not yellow they should be pink not yellow yeah now these were auto ginned but yeah Oh, there's a there's yeah, the a big painting? murals, dude. Is it's, that like, it's a the really mural neat there? terminal. I mean, it's yeah, it's little, but that's what I'm saying. Like, how are? You? But yeah, the whole old part on the left there, they're going to demolish all of that. Or there, the idea is they're supposed to demolish all that, and that's where the whole new gatehouse with the jet bridge is going to be. So yeah. Yep, there we go. So pause real quick. So now we're facing the other direction. We're facing west. So, okay, there's the, you know, the curbside drop-off and everything. And then across that, I told you about was the parking lot. And that's the elevated parking lot. Mm-hmm. And that was where I would park when I actually went to work. That was the employee lot as well. Right here. Yeah. Got you. So, yeah, you got all the underneath stuff, which is all shaded, but flood-prone. Yes. <laughs> nice. Yeah. I noticed they tore... Okay, the, the tower is still there. So, you got the, the red and white tower for the beacon and then the control tower, which, by the way, is empty. It's literally a shell. Really? Yeah. Like they removed no windows, all the shit. Nobody's from up there, and I'm like, how the hell do they do tower and ground at this joint? Yeah, where is tower and ground? I physically still would like to know because they the, the tower is literally a shell. No shit. Yeah, there are no windows. There's nobody upstairs. <laughs> there's nobody upstairs, regardless. <laughs> Get it? But no, it's like Key West has always been a well-run airport. And all the times I've been there, it's just how. Yeah, there's the custom side of it. That's at the east end of the the ramp and everything. It's like, yeah. Like, where the heck are they going to get all this extra space? And the FedEx uh, cargo terminal is where they have the uh, the caravans ride uh, will fly in. The detail is always insane. It's incredible, dude. I'm pretty sure that... Yep. And there's an American bus. Is that a bus or a 175? In this sim, I don't think anybody makes 175 No, okay, it is yet. a bus, yeah. It's think, a yeah, bus. It's got too many windows. It's got overwing exits. It's a bus. It's a 320. But it's a 320 with winglets, which American does not have. Correct. <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute, not quite right. <laughs> and there's over at the west end. And there's your quintessential cruise ship. Or no, excuse me, that's the south side. The cruise ships are not there. The water is too shallow. It's six feet deep. Yeah, it looks even shallow. There's like no the, way the you'd forced... see a cruise ship right there. Yeah. This is the south side of the island looking northeast. There's no way a cruise ship would be right there. The water is way too damn shallow. That's why it's aquamarine. Right. It's so pretty. Now, you've okay, seen so this view. All right, here's final approach to 2-7. You look off to the right, you see the tennis courts and the pool, yep. as I was describing earlier, and then the two gray-colored plus-shaped buildings, the one off, the second one off to the top right, that was mine. Nice. And Man. we faced west, so we're at the far end from where your uh, where your cursor is. So you faced this way. Out, yeah, out we were facing west. No shit. Man, yeah. that is, that, when you live almost in the parking lot of where you work from, 
<laughs> I, dude, seriously. And the wild part was, again, we had four guys sharing a three-bed, two-bath apartment. One guy rented the couch. Two of us were captains. Two of us were FOs. There were a couple of times when all four of us are heading out the door at the same time in the morning to go take the two flights out in the morning. No shit. <laughs> all four of us are like, all right, we got two showers. We're going to have to schedule shit. <laughs> You've probably seen this view, too. Oh, yeah. Final approach to 2-7 at night. Trying to catch yes, the beacon. There we go. They, by the way, 2-7 used to have, I think, nothing. Really? It was a Vassy for nine and nothing for 2-7. Really? Yeah. No shit. Dude, like coming in, like okay, coming in to two seven, we'd have what's called the channel approach, where literally, okay, Key West Naval Air Station is just to the east of this place, and we've got to squeeze between that and this island. And Ron, are we uh, going past our cutoff time? We are. I was, I was just dicking around. Okay, I was just like, I didn't hear the auto music cut in, so I'm like, yeah. Oh, it's not auto. Never has been oh, auto. Oh, okay. I was. Ah, okay. Where the fuck? Where the fuck? God damn it. There we go. Dude, I couldn't even see which channel I was on. We always get in a roll. Damn it. Yes. I was. I, I had no idea what channel I was even on. Uh, fix all this. We will continue this on the other side, folks. <laughs> yeah. If you're really interested and you want to follow this uh, riveting description <laughs> of Key West... <laughs> Become a shitlord at porchfactor.com slash be a shitlord. And it'll be glorious. I I, I even <laughs> forgot to change the screen back so you could see our faces. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, my Lord. I, I think for the first time, honestly, though, that we got to everything that I put in the pre-show briefing thing. What? Canada. Canada. We're going back to the motherfucking moon. Oh, uh, there was one more. Ron's health status. Ron's doing good. Thank you. Good. Yes. Ron's not dead. <laughs> and, and continuing to go in the right Ron direction. Ron is still kicking. Yes. So, and, and my doctor even said, like, bro, just do you. You know, there's no restrictions. Like, you don't have to, like, you know, me hold. Me being like, me is what landed me here in the first place, I think. <laughs> but I also, you know, I quit smoking. Yes. So you know all that kind of stuff. And Ron, this is this is this time is going the long haul. Salute, salute. Hang on, my cap was on my soda. <laughs> mm. I need to go get a drink because I finished the other one, and I had you saw the the food that I had. Oh, See yeah, the yeah. Facebook you had the, the shit kebabs and everything going, yeah. Yeah. Dude, that, and, and corn on the cob, like, that shit looked awesome. I'm like, it was yeah, bro, it's like great. <laughs> If you want to see, if you want, it was, it was, and if you want to see what it was like, you need to become a shit lord. We're going to tell you all about it, fools, and we're going to show you. But right now, we're going to leave you, and we love you for coming in and watching and enjoying or listening or whatever you're doing. Um, it kind of gave me a stiffy when I found out how many of y'all were listening. But right now we're gonna and leave. From where? We got people from all over the I know. world. I was saw that one blew my mind when you were rattling off some of those joints. I'm like, wait, you were like, where? where? <laughs> all right, they're, we're gonna in the morning right now. They're getting up to go to work and everything on Sunday morning. Yes. All right, <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen. Hopefully not work on Sunday morning. It's like I hope you all don't have to work on Sunday. And nobody else in in the world is like America. All right, we'll see y'all. Love you. Bye bye.